We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, happy Tuesday, CMOS girlies. Welcome back to the pod. This is a back to school season chatty episode because we know you are all gearing up or maybe you're already back on campus. I don't know when school starts these days because I am no longer in that stage of my life. Thank fucking God. How are you? I know I was going to say the same. I always remember like some stuff would start before Labor Day. Some would start after Labor Day. It's Monday. It's Labor Day today. Emma and I are, you know, conducting labor here by podcasting, but it's light work. So nothing too intense here. I'm coming live to you from Minnesota. I have no microphone. I don't think Emma has hers out either today. Um, Coming back to New York City tonight, had to come home and see the family. Been going through a lot uh, personally, which I feel like people probably already are aware about. And so it's been good to be back when I'm a run around the lakes, hanging with my cats, um, putting my at-home cupping on my family when they're not expecting it. You know, I've been having a good time back. Um, How's your Labor Day weekend been, dog? It's been eventful, but relaxing. That's what I told my boyfriend that I wanted. Um, I went to Fort Greene. We biked there. And I went to the farmer's market there and I got a neat love cinnamon roll, which always mm. hits the damn spot. And I got free bagels also from Sarah who like runs need love. So yeah, if anyone, I feel like I talk about need love probably like a few times every like few months. Um, but love, love their stuff. They're turning out good, good gluten-free goods for the girlies. And then yesterday I just kind of tried not to sweat through all my clothes. It's really hot in New York again. I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be fall and it is no longer fall, but I did some thrifting at Beacon's Closet, which really did something for me. And now I'm like, damn, I want to go back home and just do a big thrift haul. Hmm, nice. I forgot how fun vintage shopping is. And I never do it anymore for whatever goddamn reason. Um, I guess life just gets busy like that. Um, but that's kind of it, really. Yeah, same old, same old. Slay. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, go through my clothes and seriously, like if I have not worn something in six months, throw it out. Um, Because I'm just at a point where 
I know what I like to wear. I catch myself gravitating towards the same things. I don't need to keep like some like frumpy maxi dress that I'm never going to wear because I'm going to be like, oh, what if I have a wedding? Like, Kate, you're not going to have a fucking wedding. Like, get the stuff that you actually like to wear. I've just been like in my, I think I mentioned last app, like a whole athleisure era. And so, yeah, I'm excited for the fall to start wearing jackets and stuff and not sweat like Emma said. Um, I also need to go through my old active wear. Like, I feel like I have so many leggings that are like pilling and like just need to see the end of the day and just like be donated um so tbd on that i went to the state fair which was quite interesting from a food perspective as always um filmed a tiktok of it but yeah i had you know the sweet martha's cookies i had my turkey leg um it was just a lot a sensory kind of overload but i'm excited to go back to new york it'll be fashion week i think it's that saint Gennaro fest too in little italy um wow. so the city is bussing uh again and also, I think they're putting up scaffolding by our Whole Foods on Houston, and oh, no. I'm like, please, for the love of God, don't, because I will never visit that Whole Foods ever again. No construction, yeah. If they're like break, I need that Whole Foods. It it keeps me going. Um, yeah, you know, I haven't really been eating anything else except I do notice, like, since my mom shops at Target, and like, I don't do that in New York. I pretty much just like go to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. I don't find like name brand stuff. Like, example, my mom always buys Laughing Cow Cheese, those little cheese wedges. And, like, I could not find that in New York City because Whole Foods doesn't carry it and neither does Trader Joe's. And so I've been thinking about, like, foods that I like that are not, like, super healthy, organic. I mean, Laughing Cow, I think, is healthy in my opinion. But you know what I mean? Like, brands that are not exclusively sold at one of those two stores. Um, And I don't know really what I'm going to do, but, like, because Thrive Market won't have them, but there's a Wegmans opening up in New York City, so... Maybe I start grocery shopping in random ways because it's been nice to have like different food besides what I feel like just are like whole foods and whole plants and vegetables and meat and stuff like that. So a little bit of different dietary uh, things in Minnesota. And, you know, I've definitely been having some stomach pain, but it's all worth it with the fam, you know. Oh, for sure. That's how I feel like we're a big Costco family. And I feel like Costco always has like very random brands that like I never even think about when I'm in New York. And yeah, it's kind of fun seeing what what brands are big for people that live in like middle America, because I think like us in New York, we're like so tapped into like the super annoying CPG culture where it's like, here's this like $10 keto sugar free cereal that also has like 20 grams of protein. And it's like this like this does not exist back home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the stomach pain is worth it. I saw all your fun food moments and the state fair and they looked pretty pretty iconic um i'm going home at the end of october so i'm sure i'll have some maybe bizarre food moments then perhaps nice some midwest scene reports yeah tbd if i go thrifting later today it's kind of like a 90 percent. i won't but now that you said that i'm like hmm, maybe i hit up some stores who fucking knows but yeah, get, get some button-ups yeah get some button-ups get some pants perhaps that fit me maybe um I'm really done with I went to a vintage store with my sister a few days ago and I was drawn to all these like vintage dresses and I would like pull them off the rack and look at them and I'm like this would fit me like shit like this is a cute dress objectively but I would have to get it tailored to fit my body and I'm not going down this rabbit hole of like buying like what are they called are they called like shift dresses like mm-hmm. where they just look like a box on you. Yeah. I always would buy those and I'm like, they would sit in my fucking closet. And so that's been a lesson that I've learned that I need to buy clothes that actually fit me. Um, Otherwise I will not wear that at all. Yeah. I was talking about this with my boyfriend yesterday and just one nice thing about getting older is that like you kind of finally come to terms with like who you are and like you finally develop a good sense of like personal style and personal identity. And so now when I go thrifting or even stuff in my closet, like I know exactly what I'm going to wear. And when I do go thrifting, I don't just like 
go ahead and like experiment and buy a bunch of random shit. Like I'm very intentional with my purchases versus like back in the day, I think when I was like still trying to figure out what I wanted my style to be, obviously right. like they're like pretty low risk on your wall, but I would just like accumulate a bunch of weird shit that like does not fit. And I know like back in the day, I'd be like, oh, I'll like find a way to make this fit. And it's like, girl, you're never taking that to the tailor. Like don't even bother. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that one. I did get a pair of vintage Levi's though yesterday that mm. I'm very stoked about because when you find a good pair of vintage jeans that fit you, it's like, wow, I feel like I'm on cloud nine. Yeah. All your outfits are set. You just need a shirt and then you're outdoor and you're stylish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on the hunt for some jeans that I actually like. I feel like my body's changed a lot this year. Not in a negative way that I have any sort of like dysmorphia, but just like I now have glute muscles and my weight has kind of redistributed from like running and I feel like I have like core muscles and just I've noticed my clothes fit differently all my clothes still fit and so kind of curious in the pants department like what psychosis I will have uh come fall um so we will see on that one but you know today's episode about college like Emma said we are you know removed from college where I forget what like the anxiety of studying for a test was like, even though I was deep in the thick of it, as was Emma. But I think this will be a good app for you guys to get some inspo, some unsolicited advice. I guess it's solicited. I guess you guys asked for it. But, you know, advice from two girls, the meme page, I guess, is the better way to phrase it on how to survive college. So I will call Emma back and then we will get into the pod. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics, and let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. 
To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, CMOS girlies, back to school. Get your notebooks out because I know you guys have them because you're going back to college these days. Um, Is anyone still on Zoom University or is everything back in person? I have no idea how that's all going, but I hope you guys are all on a physical campus at the moment. Um, one of our first questions, and we had a lot of like overlapping questions, so Emma can find them here, which was very kind of her. The first one's going to be tip for wellness on a tight budget. This is something I think we've done a full episode about like budgeting, but I think when it comes to college, like you're not going to have as many resources as you think. I know like, I mean, Emma and I went to school in New York City, so it's a little bit different, but like traditional college campus, specifically when you're an underclassman, like you're not going to have a car. You're not going to be able to like go to Target besides like, maybe once a month like you could go with some friends if you do have a car like I don't really know your situation but I know a lot of people are going to be on meal plans you're not going to have a lot of control over like what food is there and I think when I was first like fledged onto the meal plan I really tried to control everything and I was really trying to find like the quote healthiest option I was trying to like search for like the best dining hall to go to out of like the the nine or ten that NYU had um and I think you hit a breaking point when you just kind of were like well I'm in college now. Like you hit a point when you realize like, this is going to be my environment for four years. I'm not going to be able to eat kale every single day, but like once college is done, I can eat kale every single day. And I think that's like good hindsight to have that. This is just like a very specific period of your life. And so just like go with the punches. I would say, um, I think, you know, your body best, like depending on where you've come from and like the way that you used to eat, just kind of stay true to that. I think that there's such a tendency and a risk for people to develop eating disorders and diets on college campus, because you're going to be around like new people. You're going to be seeing like other people's eating habits and like specifically disordered eating habits, like people who don't eat before class, people who don't, eat and then they go out or people who eat very little or who talk about food in a very orthorexic way and I think that's kind of the biggest like risk that I see for anyone that's going off to college is like you could be totally good and let's say you've already like gone through the whole recovery of an eating disorder like I have but you still might be around people that are going to have like toxic habits and so I think it's just really important to figure out like what foods do I have access to on my campus do I want to have like a multivitamin or a probiotic or any sort of supplement and like what routines do I need to stay sane when all the chaos is kind of happening around me? Yeah. And I think also too, like in college, you're not intended to have like a bunch of money and like everyone's going to be struggling. Of course, I think it's hard also though, because that's probably like the one time in your life where you finally realize who maybe comes from generational wealth and like who's maybe yeah. like, <laughs> on privilege than others. And that can be so frustrating where it's like, oh my God, it's like not fair that like so-and-so can like go out and have this like $15 salad and I'm like trying to scrape together something that can be considered a meal um and of course like I don't know what your situation is going to be like in terms of what you have access to in terms of your dorms and if you're going to be like working in college or not because I know some parents just like want your want their kids just to chill for like the first year so they can focus on their studies and then get a job maybe like some are going into sophomore year but I would say like you know you're going to have to eat in a pretty boring standard way. And like, that's okay. I think it's like good to kind of suffer for a bit because then you just become so much more appreciative of the things that you do have in life later on. So I would say like, you know, really stock up and maybe base your meals around like cheap pantry staples. So like oats, oats, rice, beans, peanut butter, potatoes, try to buy in bulk if you can, if there's a grocery store in your area that has that. 
um, buy frozen stuff. But again, if you don't have access to like a microwave, then maybe just totally not even bother with that. And there's like really no need to get all organic food either. Get name brand stuff. Um, and I think too, just like figure out what you're willing to sacrifice to make room for what you want to splurge on. Like if you're someone who really, really prioritizes like working out and you're like go and you are let's say you grew up in the suburbs of Nebraska and you're like going to Chicago for college and you finally are like able to try out like soul cycle or solid core and like that's something that you really really want to do in your free time then like you're gonna have to figure out a way to like set money aside for that and then maybe it's like you just like aren't spending as much money on drinks or groceries or xyz so that's kind of like a personal conversation that you're going to have to have your, with yourself. I also know too, and this is something that I did use kind of later on in college, Thrive Market has some sort of like student discount and it's either like you get a free membership or it's like a discounted membership price. And like that can be a really good way for you to stock up on like bulk, healthy pantry items on a pretty low budget. Um, Just because I think like, yeah, those dry goods are going to be your best friend and again like you're not going to be the only one struggling with money like my brother's in college right now and like he's just kind of eating rice chicken and broccoli and it's just because like that's cheap and that's what fills him up um and you can find ways to have fun in in other ways when you're in college yeah and I think the dynamic like Emma and I feel like this is how our friendship was born of like realizing that like holy shit some people just have like daddy's money to spend and like props to y'all if you got it um I just frankly didn't really have parents credit card to spend in that way but that's a dynamic that will continue off when you are an adult and young adult specifically I've seen like an article I think it was in the times about like how do I hang how do I tell my friends I can't afford their lifestyle which is a huge thing like if I mean salary transparency is a thing that like some people talk about some people don't talk about but there is this like keeping up with the Joneses thing that does continue when you get out of college and so I think college is like a good place to start kind of practicing that of like not spending beyond your means like financial like habits that can support you once you get out of college because like I think once you start getting I mean I am a freelancer so the way that I get money is like a little bit different than getting paid like twice a month but I think it's good to build up that like discipline of like not just going out and spending even though you don't have it because I think college is a very like tempting time to do that um the next question are kind of the same of like how to maintain being a CMOS girly while living in dorms, eating on campus, which I think we kind of discussed, and then sort of balancing social life um, of like what a typical college student life like is like being a CMOS girly. I think this kind of depends on high school because like by the time I was at the end of high school, I never went out. It wasn't, I've never like never went to a party. I never had friends that I would do that with. I'd maybe go over to someone's house and leave by like 9 p.m. So I was pretty much like baked into that schedule, which I found to be pretty beneficial when I made the transition into college because I was playing college athletics. I was interning. I didn't have time to go out. And so I already kind of had this routine and structure in my life in high school, which I'm very grateful for. Like, did I feel ostracized and like a loser in high school? For sure. But it paid off in the long run. So I think you have to kind of figure out like, what is that balance of how many times you can go out a week or just hang out with people versus the amount of time that you need in, um, in order for you to feel your best? Because like, at the end of the day, college is like, yes, it's about a lot of things. It's making connections. It's making friends. It's like getting independence from your family and that, but it's about getting your degree. 
and it's about learning and it's about going to school and like that will get you a job when you are out of college and so academics should always be priority one if I sound like a fucking narc right now it's because I pretty much was like I was like 4.0 loser in college and so I think whenever I had to make one of those decisions I was always like nope I know like the higher order reason I'm here is like for my degree it's a Friday night I want to stay in and like get ahead of my next week um yeah I could have fun at this party but also like I know that my end goal is to like get my degree and that's kind of translated to me now with like marathon stuff like if a guy asks me out on a Friday night I'm gonna be like no I have to run 12 miles tomorrow I'm not going and so I think once you get older and older and once you practice that like saying no to like social stuff it becomes much easier that like guilt and shame goes away like maybe you're kind of worried I think I was worried at least like if I tell people like I can't go out are they going to stop inviting me I think you just have to make yourself available with friends like if they know that you are introverted and you don't like going out you kind of have to offer yourself up as like a counter exchange to that to say like hey guys I know most of the time I can't go out but like I do want to go out this weekend does anyone want to go do something and people are pretty receptive to it especially if you have like fairly extroverted friends I think once you kind of like tell them you know what your priorities are and boundaries and stuff I think they're going to be apt to like want to spend time with you but also respect that and I think just treating college like you know the first people you meet at college are not going to be your best friends for life I hate to say that to you sometimes that does happen but you're going to meet a shit ton of people and so don't take it too like personally if one person like doesn't get you know your reasons for doing x y or z yeah I also I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast as Seamus Frilly, you're probably pretty similar to Kate and I in the sense that like you're probably pretty mature for your age, fairly independent, kind of type A, maybe a little bit anal. Um, and that can kind of lead to a very rocky um experience in college. And I'll just like put it frankly, like some people might have an amazing experience if you do you have those type of qualities. But for me, it was definitely like a rocky ride. Like I started off with a pretty good friend group and then like my true friend like the people who weren't really my true friends definitely quickly were were gone and vanished and then I did end up with like a few few trusty people but it definitely like was a hard time and I think it's because like you're just like a step ahead a lot of people and you know college I think typically in movies it's often shown as like this like super glamorous amazing experience but that's not always the case and I think it's totally okay if like college is a hard time because you're young there's still so much life to live and like I think for me I'm just now getting into my groove and like feeling really like happy with what my social circle is um and like Kate said like school is meant for education and preparing yourself for your first career and job and like really just the real world so definitely like keep on focusing on that and like the social aspects is just kind of like the cherry on top and you'll kind of figure out what works out and what's best for you I'm not gonna be able to tell you what that looks like again um but yeah college isn't always what it seems to be and I think we should normalize that and it's okay if you don't love it yeah I also think adding along with that I think if you are a very hyper independent person that's going to come as a threat I think I've been in a lot of social environments whether it was like team sports or friend groups and stuff if you just have any sort of personality that's like going up against you know what everyone else wants to do let's say I, I don't know. I've just had that happen a lot. And I think if you're a CMOS girly and you're very independent, that can come as a threat to people. And you just have to realize, like, I know myself and I know that this is what I'm going to feel good with. If people don't get it, I kind of just have to exist with that. And like, I think for a while in college, I always had this and like high school, I had this feeling of being misunderstood, which was very frustrating. I was like, I want friends. I want a friend group. I want people who like get my weird habits and like the way that I live and the fact that I want to go on a run. And like, why do I feel weird for doing that? Or like, 
wanting to go to the farmer's market versus going out and drink, you will find that with time. Like you will find your people. And I think social media makes it easy to meet people on campus. Like I can imagine now, like even when I went to school, which was like 2017, people were like finding like freshmen going to NYU on Instagram and like adding people in that way, which I can imagine like you guys already have probably like everyone that you're going to school with on Instagram so far. And so I think just like stay true to you. Like you're obviously going to try to conform and go out and do stuff. Like I went out with people and I was like, oh my God, that was awful. But I'm so glad I did that because I learned that I don't like doing that in that way. Um, And so I just think like college, another thing that I wish that I did more in college in terms of like academic stuff was like, my like NYU and most schools have so many resources that like you really don't think about until you're out of it I wish that I learned Photoshop I wish that I went to the library more I wish that I asked for like more kind of like technical things that I could have gotten like free memberships to random places like free access to art museums there's so much that you can do when you're in that four years and I think now I'm like fuck I wish I did all these things or like having a free access to read the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or something like that so make sure you're taking advantage of those things because like when you're out in the real world like you have to go pay to print a Depop shipping label out of your own pocket versus like doing that on campus and so it can be kind of a bitch to like be in the real world sometimes um but back to like social stuff the next question was like navigating drinking um I just have always been someone where like I didn't really get it I didn't really understand the appeal I didn't get into it I didn't have any sort of like drinking phase I only really started drinking once I started dating because it was kind of like a thing to do um now as I'm navigating dating and like being so much more myself I just am like I don't drink and I just like consume a lot of weed and that's me and I think as you get older people start to understand that more but definitely if you're like heavy heavy in the college campus like people cannot imagine a world where someone can have fun and not drink which is absolutely like just you know American drinking culture and like drinking way too much um and so I think you have to start finding people that can like empathize with it it's going to be hard if people are like pushing you about it a lot um but talk to your friends who are kind of like protective over you and I think like having a buddy that can stand up for you too is good like I was even talking to my older sister who like gets physically ill every time she drinks and some of her friends are like why don't you have another one I'll buy you a drink I'll buy you a drink and she just like kind of doesn't know what to do in those situations and I've had to deal with those situations for years and so I gave her some like things that I would do if I was in that role or like yeah I think just lean into your friends that do support you and like never feel like you have to over explain yourself because I think college is beautiful that you can meet all these people but at the same time like you probably will never have to see someone again unless you really want to see them again so just kind of realize that like if someone's a dick to you just like move on and find new people yeah I also think if drinking is not your jam like find other student clubs or activities to get involved and socialize just so you feel like you do have some sort of like group setting where you can meet other people because I think like a huge draw for like drinking or going to parties on campus is just like a probably has to like hook up and have fun and like be a little bit rebellious but also just like meet people um and if you are someone who like is at a party and maybe you like don't want to stick out like a sore thumb you can always just like grab a red solo cup put some yeah. water in, or like bring yourself an olipop pour it in there like nobody's gonna ask you and Nobody i think if people ask. Really you on like why you are or are not drinking like those aren't your true friends and you can honestly just tell them to fuck off because they're probably going to be drunk anyway but i think also too like if you are someone who is a CMOS girly and maybe you do like to casually drink but like you're perhaps like fearful or you think it's going to be like wrong or you can't be a CMOS girly because you do drink like i don't want you to think that like oh, i think no, they're yeah. anti alcohol talk in the health and wellness space and I 
am one who does drink and I will drink occasionally. And I like to have a nice glass of red wine here and there. And like, if I am going to a bar with like my swimming buddies, I'm going to have a few gin and tonics and like, you can still find a way to fit alcohol into your healthy lifestyle. And it's not like one or the other. Cause I don't think like that's fair either. Like drinking is not like the end all be all. It's not the devil. It's more just like about moderation and how you kind of view it and go about it. And you'll kind of learn what your sweet spot is. And yeah, I just don't want to scare anyone away because I think it's sort of important to experience all of that at a younger age versus like getting to your adult life. And then like, that's your first introduction into drinking. Like college is kind of meant about, it's meant to be like a little bit messy and learn from your mistakes. And luckily if you're on like a traditional campus, like you're going to be a little bit more protected versus like if you're out in the streets in New York getting drunk and like trying to get into random taxis, like that's a much scarier environment to be in. Um, so yeah, allow yourself to drink. You can still be a CMOS friendly if you do it. Um, we're not, we're not as like anal about the health stuff as people may think. No, I like could not care less if anyone drinks or doesn't drink. And that's kind of like my same perspective as someone who doesn't drink. Um, I also found like weed late in life, i.e. like months ago. And so, yeah, I think how you incorporate certain, like, let's say, not I'm going to say unhealthy, but let's say like drinking weed, you know, your dating, like how you want to do those things and like your bedtime and stuff. Like we all have our vices. We all have our things we suck on. As I've said before, like I will hold my phone right to my face when I wake up and when I go to bed in the morning and that's kind of my wellness vice. And so I don't think you have to feel like you have to be perfect because that's not going to be sustainable in the long run, Um, which get, kind of gets into the next question, which is like how to accept you might not have this like perfect routine during college. I think treat it like an experiment. I think one way that I've started to like really live my life, honestly, the past six months is to look at everything as a way to like see how I react and see how I feel. So Let's say I go on a run and I need, you know, fuel this type of way during my run. That is just like me collecting data on myself, how I perform in these certain conditions. Let's say I go to the state fair and I eat a turkey leg at 9 a.m. And then I have a chocolate nut roll on a stick an hour later. And then I have, um, what else did I have? Cookies and ice cream and this. Let's see how I feel. You know, past me, eating disorder me, orthorexia, restriction me, would like beat myself up. I would be calculating the ways for like me to like trigger warning to like, you know, burn off my calories or do something to like adjust for that. But in reality, like I woke up the next day and I was fine. I went on my run, my legs still worked. And so taking off the kind of weight of your decisions meaning so much, I think can like help you achieve that like quote balance, but I kind of hate using the word balance, like just like a lifestyle that is actually, you know, suitable for you and actually sustainable in the long run Um, versus kind of living in this like, oh my God, my health is going to be just like sabotaged if I do this one thing. Um, I think once you have like have habits that do really benefit you, like for me, it is movement. It is going on a run. It is walking, staying active. It is eating like a big salad throughout the day. Like I look forward to that and I love doing that. I also know that I love having some chocolate throughout the day. Um, I also know that I love scrolling on my phone on TikTok and watching the Snoopy show for a few hours a day. Like Figuring out that balance between like the physical and emotional health is going to be something that's individual to you. But I think college can be the perfect breeding grounds for you to figure that out. And especially as it ties into like the social stuff, because like any kind of social shit on college is probably going to be like a little bit nerve wracking because you're not going to really know people. You're not going to know like what is this college frat party going to be like. Just like find your friends and go. And if it's a shitty time, don't do it again. 
Um, if you drink in a certain way and you throw up, I would say like adjust so that doesn't happen again. Um, but really don't beat yourself up. You have a lot of life to live where you can be like a boring hag like Emma and I and go to bed at an early time. And so just have your fun while you are in this college environment. Yeah. And also like college is such a stressful time and everyone's trying to figure their shit out essentially. And so I think if you add the additional pressures to yourself, it'll just like make your, you're just going to burn out so quickly and also just like feel miserable all the time and almost feel like you're a failure because you're not also, you know, being perfect hundred percent of the time with like whatever your wellness rituals or health habits are. And like, whatever you are doing, is probably more than the average show on that goddamn campus. And I think kind of similarly to what Kate said, like, you don't want to look back and wish that you had allowed yourself to have more fun. And like, you wish that you made more memories. Like, I think later on in college, when I was like a junior or senior, I kind of isolated myself a little bit more just because I was kind of over like the bullshit of college, but also too, I think I like got way too obsessive and maybe a little bit too orthorexic with some of like health wellness, you know, things, if you will. And that definitely led me to maybe say no to more social events because I wanted to like, you know wake up at 8 a.m. still and like work out and it's like I kind of wish I hadn't been so so type a on all of those things and I wish that I had maybe made more memories or gone out with friends and sort of made more friends because I think like once I entered the adult world I was like oh wow I feel like I like did not sustain many of those college relationships um so yeah I mean like you can always listen to yourself in the moment but really if you feel like you need to stay in just because if you don't then you're going to think you're uh, think of yourself as a failure like that's something that you kind of have to like rework and rethink and also like health outcomes are very dependent on like lifelong decisions and so four years of like inconsistent routines will not make you unhealthy like you're not going to die you're not going to like develop whatever type of health problem um and if you do want to still maintain some sort of like routine in your life like definitely focus on like one area of your health that you really want to prioritize whether that's like sleep or mindfulness or movement and maybe like rank all of the different pillars in whichever one you deem like most important to you like really focus a lot more of your attention there versus like trying to focus all your attention across like everything um and you know some are going to slip and that is okay because we're all human yeah and I think also if you are someone that has had any sort of like rocky relationship with food body any of that stuff realize that like yes you just keep it in the back of your head that there's a likelihood that you could have some sort of trigger you could have some sort of relapse thing I think it's just important to be very honest about that like and when I say that like eating disorder stuff it goes away it gets a lot quieter but I do think that like you're gonna be alone for the first time you're gonna have to start to trust like new people that you just met it's going to be tough there's going to be like down parts of it I certainly remember like relapse periods of like my eating disorder um but to know that like you will get through it on the other side you will get your college degree you will find friends and even if you find friends out of college like I said I don't really have that many friends from NYU specifically that I like keep up to date with um there's still opportunity for you to have that also another caveat about like the health stuff like orthorexia stuff like it's kind of crazy that like so many of us are like developing like orthorexia at a young age meanwhile like a lot of people are not conscious of health until they are 50 and so it's like we are kind of to the extreme and opposite end but when you are younger your metabolism is great your immunity is great like you are able to rebound or bounce back and rebound from like quote let's say like unhealthy things like let's say like an alcohol or like some sort of like food that you might not be used to like your body is going to be fine and so I think like allow yourself to just be chill like there are so many more times that I like wish that I went out and got the ice cream in college versus like Emma said sit in my apartment and be like oh I can't have that I can't do this 
like you are in college you are at the peak of your like health um so just like use this time to like be very free flowing with it the next questions are kind of like snacks on the go lunches which i think is important because yeah food on the dorms um can be tough and then like health and wellness essentials for dorm college life so emma mentioned thrive market which i also think is a great resource i honestly was going to do a thrive market haul when i got back to new york for my own apartment um but i think if you are looking to make some investments i think the way that i would go about it is like what do you feel like you do not get in the meal plan and i think when it comes to supplements like kind of what i would advise and this is not medical advice of course but like i would advise some sort of like a multivitamin or some sort of like targeted morning supplement whether that's like something like an athletic greens whether that's something like a ritual multivitamin um something like that to get your bases covered i think can be this like nutritional insurance that kind of gets your brain like okay i'm getting like all my vitamins even if i just eat whatever and i go out to a darty all day like i'm gonna have that kind of in the background I think a probiotic is good. I think most people are probably eating like probiotic rich food. So that can be a great way to like shift the probiotic versus like getting a fancy pill. Um, I think magnesium is a great sleep supplement. As we've mentioned, I think you could, depending on like, I think college kids kind of overdo the caffeine stuff. I know for me, like I was drinking a lot of coffee, but, and I was trying to pair it with adaptogens to sort of like counterbalance that and make sure that I wasn't like too tweaked out on caffeine. Um, but I just think being conscious of like any sort of health concerns that you might have and then like taking supplements as like a direct, you know, supplement to your lifestyle of like, I'm not getting this need fit with this thing. Um, if you're a college athlete, I'm going to say that like 80% chance that your like school's nutritionist probably doesn't really do that specific like individualized holistic stuff. It's probably going to be like eat carbs before you work out and carb load before the game. Like you're not going to be getting like fancy CMOS girly information from your sports trainer or anything like that. Also, if you're on a, a female athletic team, we know the disparities between like men's sports and women's sports. Um, but I think that is something you can have a conversation with your athletic department, your coach, if you feel comfortable teammates, because like if you're doing some sort of like biohacking by yourself, like going to start taking beetroot juice and going to start taking cordyceps and stuff like you definitely can make those choices. But I think looping in your like support system is really important there. Um, and that's something that I wish that like I used more because I'm just curious of kind of like what, you know, information I would have gotten from my coaches at the time and like trainers and stuff like that. Um, in terms of like snacks and lunches, well, let Emma do like wellness essentials, but I would probably just say like multivitamin probiotic because you're probably not eating that much fermented food on a college campus. Um, probably magnesium before bed. And if you're an athlete, like maybe there's some options there for you as well. Yeah, I also feel like too, even though yes, Athletic Greens is kind of expensive, you at least don't have to worry about buying multiple different pills yeah. and like trying to source like the multivitamin at whatever grocery store it is that you like have access to. Like you may only have a Walgreens and it's nice that that's at least like on a subscription plan. So like you can just get it shipped to your dorm every month and you don't have to worry about like storing all these pill bottles, especially because like space can be tight in a lot of dorms. And I think magnesium is definitely a great one as well. Like, I really feel like those are the two that you probably need. And then, you know, try to focus on getting as much nutrients from, from your food. Um, I think too, like if you are able to have some sort of like microwave or something that allows you a little bit more autonomy in terms of like preparing food for yourself, that can be good as well. Um, for favorite snacks and go-to lunches. I think just like anything that can be like pretty portable and that does not need to be refrigerated. Like I love those chomps meat sticks. Like I, if I wasn't yeah. vegan, 
in college, I probably would have like had those in my bag 24 seven. I remember always packing just like a few medjool dates and a handful of like mixed nuts and some dark chocolate as well, just for like some quick brain fuel and, you know, really focusing on foods that are going to give me energy and not any like blood sugar crashes. So, you know, really prioritizing like fiber, some fats and protein, pack yourself like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Those are like so fucking good. Um, and then yeah. for like, go to like lunches, that one's kind of hard. I mean, if you are a tin fish girly, bring yourself some tin fish and some crackers that might be like a sad little snack or like in between meal, but it does the job and it's like kind of good. Um, yeah. you can get like little like nori sheets for, for tin fish. And then I don't know, like just salads. If you're able to somehow refrigerate that, it's going to be again, like, so dependent on what your schedule is and like how your campus is set up. I was lucky that like FIT was just a square. It was a block. So like my dorm was right across the street from the entire school. So like I was able to go back and forth, back and forth and like eat a lot of my lunches in my dorm room, which is something that most kids aren't going to be able to do. Yeah. I was going to say um, anything that's portable, like since I've been home and like my brother has like cerebral palsy, which is a disability that impacts like it's a physical dis- disability. Basically he can't like chop vegetables and stuff. So I've been really looking at like all the things we have in our pantry a lot of things are like single serving meals like trader joe's meals like frozen meals um like kodiak cakes they have like these little like chocolate chip muffin cups which were like very interesting to me and so any sort of like single serving food like yeah that might be more expensive but like you're in college and like that's kind of what you have access to at the time um once you do kind of get into that upperclassman vibe let's say you do have a kitchen i think one way to sort of like normalize like your CMOS girly tendencies is to maybe have like a dinner party with friends and make some sort of like tin fish toast thing and bring it there and like see what people think you might be like a fucking alien and feel like that's weird but I think dinner parties are a very fun thing to do like once you are in that upperclassman territory to not only make friends but to feel comfortable eating again like I know that I was kind of struggling with the eating part socially in college like I always felt like awkward seeing having people see me eat and never want people to like think that I'm eating too much or too little or any of that and so once you kind of do have those friends I think making eating fun is something that can be like really empowering during college and like really just like close that loop of like no I'm gonna choose a life where I am like having fun and I'm choosing to eat and I'm choosing to spend time with people versus like the isolation stuff which can be very easy to do in college um I didn't really talk about this but I want to talk about like exercising on college because I think that can be a very like triggering like eating disorder thing I think there's like a prevalence of people trying to close their apple rings and being obsessed with how many calories they burn at the gym like that's something I see on TikTok all the time of like gotta go to the gym for two hours and just like stare and stand on the stairmaster forever and so I have some like points about this because I've definitely been in the tendency of like the over exercising category before um, I think just have a lot of health anxiety for my family. And that's kind of how it's been is like a method of control of like, I'm going to go just like work myself to death and also being an athlete as well. Um, number one, realize that the calories burned that you see on a gym machine is not accurate. And also it's not accurate to you really to base anything around. Those things are like 20 to 80% inaccurate. Even if you have like a Whoop or a Garmin or an Apple Watch, like those are also highly inaccurate. Second, you should be learning how your body feels with movement. I think that's going to be the best way for you to build any sort of strength or endurance is like, if you can tell that like this workout, I pushed myself harder than I did yesterday. 
um i think in the u.s we often like drink so much caffeine and we just like beat ourselves up that we don't have this mind body connection with movement i think people exercise to not feel their body they exercise to just push through pain and i think it can be a very dystopian like scary place at the gym when you see everyone just kind of like zoning out and like you see that theme on tiktok once again of like going through a breakup just gonna go like on a treadmill for two hours um And so I think being very conscious of like how you are spending your time moving and like physical activity and all of that, because it can be very stressful and it can be very stressful to like work out and try to have that routine, but you also feel like you're going through a lot of life shit. And so I would just encourage you that like walks are really important. Stretching is really important. Like go on a walk and get ice cream with your friends. Like that's like a great way to move your body and to get that social connection when we did the episode about blue zones and when we did the episode about longevity like if you're not having that community and that connection with people you can't just like exercise yourself to like perfect health like that is something that will cause stress in your body that is something that will prevent you from getting these sort of like goals in your life like you're gonna hit a breaking point if you don't have that community with you and so I think when like so much of your time is like spent in the gym or any sort of toxic over exercising like step back and think about like all these pillars of your health that you want to check off and like kind of look if like one of them is really unbalanced compared to the other one like maybe your sleep is really unbalanced or something and you need to fix that one instead but I think just being conscious that like college can be a pretty ugly breeding ground for like that kind of eating disorder over exercising stuff to happen and I just want like the CMOS girlies to be very like conscious of that. Yeah and also too you got to remember even if you're like sitting all day in class and like studying and doing all that like that burns so many calories too like your brain is utilizing so much for you to like be able to comprehend all this knowledge that you're learning so even if you like there is a day where maybe you have like three classes that are both like three hours long and you're in class for nine hours like you still have to eating and I know for myself like I feel like I killed so many fucking brain cells when I like relapsed because I like wasn't eating and you know, like, I definitely felt like I, like, became, like, dumb as a rock, so, like, make sure you're, yeah. like, doing yourself so you don't become, like, an idiot, yeah. um, and also, too, it's, like, you know, maybe challenge you and your friends, like, take the stairs one day to class, and find, like, little ways to be, you know, to move throughout the day, and I'm sure a lot of people, too, like, if you did some sort of organized sports in high school, like, this is going to be your first time where you're not going to have that, because most people typically don't carry on their, their sport into college and so this is going to be like the one time where you're going to have to like figure out what workout routine works best for your personal body and that's going to take a lot of trial and error but you know there's so many like intramural leagues that you can join that allows you to like be active in a social and fun way whether that's like maybe like intramural volleyball or like soccer or there's yeah. always probably I don't know like tag not tag but capture the flag and like yeah I was gonna say that's another fun way to like be active but like not make it feel like such a burden on your body I was gonna say get quirky with it get some rollerblades get a jump rope get a hula hoop like Mm -hmm. play pickleball like do stuff that is once again promoting activity but it's also like a social thing like be the weirdo that goes around on rollerblades on your campus like I would love that like I was the weirdo that was jump roping in my like on my rooftop for a few a few months during the pandemic um I think another point, like Emma said, of like the eating enough when you are in college and realizing that like, oh yeah, my brain needs calories. Like even if I'm sitting all day and I feel like I'm a piece of shit, like you need to eat. I think about that literally, if not multiple times throughout the day, every single day of like, wow, 
what type of student, what type of athlete, what type of friend I could have been if I was eating enough during those impressionable periods of my life. Like when you are in this time of college, this is when you are developing everything in your body that you're going to have for the rest of your life. And like, I fucked up in many ways. I caught it fairly early, like with eating disorder stuff and fixed my, you know, bone density and stuff like that. But you are risking too much of your future life. You know, like you are risking way too much when you are 18, 19, 20, not only like your body and like all the stuff that you're not gonna be able to change into adulthood, your hormones, your bone density, like I said, but your brain, like, what if you are like going to be able to get like straight A's if you eat enough? And then if you're not eating enough, you're going to feel like shit and it's going to spiral in ways that you can't imagine. Like protect yourself with the food stuff. It's very difficult. It's very difficult to want to eat enough. Like I think when I was coming out of eating disorder stuff, I was like, fuck, I have to eat a snack. I just had lunch. Like, what the fuck do you mean I have to have a snack? Like, it's going to be very hard at times, but I think treat it as like, this is the, you know, the season of my life I'm in. I'm in college. I need to eat. I need to go to school. I need to do this stuff. I need to say yes to some social stuff, no to some social stuff, and like realize that, you know, you will be a boring hag in your New York City apartment like Emma and I soon if you want to be. Um, it's not going to be your life forever that you're in college. And so just try to make the most of it where you are. Yeah, I think to round out this episode too, in college, it's really easy to think that like college is the only thing that matters, but it's just like a little fragment of your entire life. And yeah. you want to fuck yourself up. You want to set yourself up for success. And yeah, there's a lot of things that I definitely regret that I did in college for sure. And I do kind of question what I would be like if I hadn't messed up in certain ways. So just stuff to keep in mind that you have so much life to live. You're still so young, even if it feels like you're not. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you'll you'll get through it. College is a weird, weird time. And you're going to have great memories and bad memories. And that's just kind of how life goes. That's life. And even if you do mess up, you know, you can run a banging meme page like Emma and I. Um, you There's know, overall. Re- yeah, don't regret anything. It'll get you to where you need to be. Um, but good luck to y'all out there with school. Let us know if you like this episode. Let us know where you are at for college. Let us know what you're studying. Someone asked for like careers in health and wellness. And like, I don't know as someone with a meme page, but I think I would love to hear what you guys are studying and pursuing. And like, if CMUSC release has been impactful in any way, that would warm my heart to learn um so shoot us a cheeky dm or a geneva message or something like that but that's the app um i gotta scurry on back to new york pretty soon emma what are you up to for the rest of this labor day i'm gonna eat some lunch and then just get all my ducks in a row i was working all fully remotely for all of august that's just like a nice perk that we had for where i work at and so tomorrow's the first day back in the office so it kind of feels like the first day back to school i'm like i need to get my things back together figure out my outfit i gotta pack my lunch pack my breakfast um yeah so i'm getting back into the swing of like real real life which i think is good for me it yeah it was kind of it was a little too much freedom i think and i definitely took advantage of that but it's i need a little bit more structure yeah, get that structure back. I'm this first day of school tomorrow. Um, excited for the fit, excited for the report back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be back in New York shortly and, you know, running and taking edibles and that stuff for those concerned. But um, yeah, thanks for listening to CMOS Girlies. We will catch y'all next Tuesday. We hope you enjoyed the pod and we'll talk to you later. <laughs>